Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. What? Mm, so this one was tough this week because I feel I feel bad about uh, the way this open went, kind of because I'm, I'm I'm I feel like I feel like we've been uh we've been hijacked a little bit and it, it bothers me. We've been hijacked. But a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. We got bit hijacked. Yes, bit. When you're hijacked, I think it's you have to bite the person you're hijacking. I believe <laughs> the hijacked is the same. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Here we go. All right. Let's put that there, and the flux capacitor goes right there. (laughs) Superstar Michelle Obama has a podcast. First guest, former President Barack Obama. Now, I'm not saying that they copied off a sibyl in my podcast paper, but well, you know, that's an aha. Getting ready for life when he loses the election. President Trump and Melania are also planning their podcast. Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels are even going to lend them the name. Dumb <laughs> and dumb. That's a ha 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 You know, I listened. I listened to uh, Michelle Obama's podcast, and uh, it, it, they just took our formula. Simple. Let's be clear. Like I, clearly, oh, yeah, for sure. It, clearly, I don't know if you heard. I, I don't. I don't know if you listened to it, but they they just clearly took our formula. She is his Sybil to her Steve. Yeah, I follow that. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Brock doesn't. And Brock doesn't count. I mean, Brock just doesn't count. <laughs> I'm ready to go with that. Um, no, all seriousness. I'm serious. They they bit our they bit our, they bit our stuff. That's all seriousness. They, I they, I thought it was a, okay. a, a lovely uh, job that they did, and very polished, very well produced, and it was interesting. I, and it was like listening to us in terms of, you know, just the, the conversation that we have. Um, only difference is that, you know, they'll go upstairs and do the grown-up to, as after the show is over. <laughs> I, I, wasn't, I wasn't ready for that being the only difference. I wasn't. I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I thought it was going to go somewhere else. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, it was fantastic. It was great to hear them. It's great to hear uh, uh, people who ran countries uh, talk mm. with uh, uh, with dignity and correct grammar and using more than one <laughs> syllable words. It was fantastic. And, you know, it, it was just, big. Big. It was big. It was big. It was wrong. And it was big. Uh, and you know, the fact that the former first lady said. <laughs> It seemed like he was running away from the money. What was wrong with that Negro? <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Because it, it took me back to, you know, conversations that we all have. And I was like, did she just say that Negro? I was like, oh, my girl. <laughs> um, so Michelle Obama, Absolutely. former first lady, or as we like to call her forever first lady, uh, had her debut mm-hmm. a podcast episode. And it dropped on, as we like to say in the biz, it dropped on Wednesday. And uh, her first guest was her husband, the former president of the United States or our forever president. And um, she has uh, laid it out that she's going to have conversations about life about, um, you know, whether it's uh, talking politics and and um, being a civic servant or if it is about uh, getting older, about friendships, about family. Uh, she, she pretty much just it's it's a it's a well-crafted, well-rounded or at least appears to be that it's going to be uh, a, a a podcast about her life and sharing her experiences. And I mean, they even gave us a, a little bit of a, a snippets of, of future podcasts and in talking about um, how she had her, I, I think it was her first hot flash uh, while she was on Marine yes. One. <laughs> on Marine One. That and, was crazy. I yeah, love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and, want that story. I know. Right. 
and 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 so do a lot of women, um, because you know that is something that uh, is definitely identifiable, right? So uh, good luck to them and and her first guest. I and and it's too bad she couldn't really get a big guest. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it it appears. I mean, she had to stay in the house. Like it's messed up. When you have to get your own guests, like from inside your house, you know their talent. That talent person is not really doing their job. <laughs> that person is not doing their job. If you can't get anybody from outside your house, oh, I, I got to admit, you know the show I really want to hear. I really want to hear the Sasha and Malia show. That's oh, the show. Sure. Yeah. That's the show I really want to hear. Especially and, after, I've, as I mentioned here, I've seen I've seen Sasha, Sasha dance before. Uh-huh. I'm like, you know, I want to see how this mom takes care of this daughter. And I've seen uh, Malia smoke, so I think that, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a very interesting uh, relationship uh, on, on. I'm sorry, I think Secret Services you're doing. <laughs> Secret Services right here. <laughs> okay, Steve, it's been nice knowing you and working with you. Yeah. So uh, uh, my, my favorite part, and, and, and it's, on, it's, it's on Spotify only, um, but uh, when she talked about all she wanted in life was stairs in a station wagon. Yeah, that was, kind of awesome. that was pretty cool. Um, wagon. So, so just to give you an idea, and I don't want to um, give too much so that the people won't go to it. But um, uh, yes, it appears to be pre-recorded. Uh, I think they have the whole season done right now, it, mm-hmm. or at least from the snippets that they gave us. She's got a, a season worth of snippets that we got. Um, but she was talking about growing up on the south side of Chicago and, and being raised in her great aunt's house. And her great aunt lived on the first floor. They lived on the second floor and in a, in a one or two bedroom home. Uh, apartment. And the reason why they lived that way was because her father uh, was able to raise his family uh, and her mother be at home. Uh, Barack Obama called her family the Black Leave it to Beaver family um, because <laughs> you had you had the mother and father in the house, a girl and a boy, and uh, it was the nuclear family. And um, But she also talked about the fact that um, why did they stay there? Why did they stay on the south side of Chicago? Why didn't they move to the suburbs? And she said it wasn't a question of why they didn't. It was just her dad. First of all, he didn't want to, um, you know, use all of their money and be house poor. Right. And so um, they they stayed in the city, but she always wanted to live in that house with an upstairs. And and I can identify that with that because our house was uh, just one level with a with a basement. And I always wanted to live in a house with a second floor. And my mother said, you wait till you're older and you have a sick child and you will (laughs) you will understand why we don't have a house (laughs) with an upstairs. Um, But. And, and I didn't have to have a sick child. I just understood that I just got tired of going up and down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understood exactly where she was coming from. And, and I wanted a house with a with a chimney because I was trying to figure out how Santa was going to get in. Um, so until my daddy said, I'm going to leave the damn keys, okay? It's <laughs> 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 like, but how? Does he get in without? Then we'll play some Johnny chimney. Mathis. You hear Johnny Mathis? Don't come into the room. You hear Johnny Mathis? Don't come into the room. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy and Santa are doing something. Yeah. Um, so, so, there were a lot of things that and 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 as you I saw had, Mama kissing Santa Claus. Santa Claus ain't had no game. <laughs> I love, still love playing that song off the Jackson Five Christmas album. I did. I really did. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And yes, I am going to go back and, and for a, a second and a third episode, uh, her brother is going to be a guest. Um, Valerie Jarrett is going to be a guest. Conan O'Brien is going to be a guest, Yes. which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. She has yeah. He was one of the hosts when she was on her, uh, on her belief yeah. tour, on her yeah. becoming tour. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the hosts. He's been around, he's been on his show. There's, there's a thing between that redhead and she. <laughs> I thought that, uh, that there might be like Ellen uh, DeGeneres too, because they always seem to get along well with her. But Ellen's got some other things going on now and she's going to have to she answer too. So. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, but it's great talk about community, familiar community oh gosh, with that. Yeah. And it's by the way, yeah. it's only on Spotify. This podcast is only on Spotify 
who as a business, Spotify is doing the thing, right? They can't depend on the music business forever, so they've gotten deep into the podcast game and getting this exclusive podcast from Michelle Obama is a, uh, as they say in the business, a coup. <laughs> a coup. <laughs> Uh, Steve, so and, and, and great, um, well, obviously it's the Obama, so they've got uh, great uh, opportunities for sponsorship, and it's it's a slick production. It really is. It's really slick. And, but but mm-hmm. I did like, mm-hmm. you know, even when he was talking about his growing up, you know, and how uh, in, in neighborhoods where um, people were raising each other's kids, you know, like her mom was one of those moms that was home and uh, was, a, was a room mother, and, it, and even for parents who had to go to work every day, you know, like uh, Miss So and So said that you did this, and you you were about to say this, and you know, and 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 how even in his family, uh, his friends who were not rich and 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 didn't have a lot, but they they took kids in and made sure you know they washed their clothes and they fed them and and things like that. It was it was it was a great rundown memory lane for me, um, and also talking about the. Um, the situation uh, as it is now and, and the difference in the way that we were raised as opposed to how kids are responding to those things now. So it was good stuff. And so I'd like to say to them, I'd like to say to them, uh, <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome uh, from the originators of the extremely uh, over 50 smart um, couple where, you know, people realize that the, the woman is the better half, including the person who is in the other chair. Um, we had the format. That's our format. Like that, that's literally our format. That was it. So you're welcome. You're welcome. You're you're welcome, Barack and Michelle. You're welcome. (laughs) Do it in your, (laughs) (laughs) um, and can I thank you for, um, giving me some great eye candy today? Oh, (laughs) yes. I have, I have escaped. I have escaped into a small, small country, uh, south of our own. Uh, with mm-hmm. very very loose extradition rules um, <laughs> for a couple of weeks, just in case. I just just in case I am I am here uh, for that. So uh, and traveling, simply you'd be surprised. Um, so I traveled about four weeks ago, uh, and people were uh, we'll call it lackadaisical, lackadaisical about wearing masks, but not mm. this time. Mm, okay. Um, um, was from, that from on the point, plane? From point A to point Z. Okay. On the plane, in the airport, um, and you know, there's three levels of put your mask on, please, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, I've asked you once if you could put your mask on, that would be great. And play it. You got about to get up off this plane if you don't put the mask on right now. Right? <laughs> luckily, luckily, there was only one. There was one uh, series three, but most people, you know, behaved and kept their masks on the entire flight. Uh, and I, look, I think traveling is 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 relatively easy. You do worry about the things that you're going to be around, but if you keep your mm-hmm. mask on, you'll you'd be surprised at how many things you really don't have to touch when you're in an airport. No, oh, you really okay. don't have to touch a lot of stuff, right. a lot of things. So right. it's easy, easy traveling, and you know. How about uh, seating? I, how about seating on the plane? So uh, I flew a good old American because I am um, now that Tom Joyner has retired. Uh, I'm Captain <laughs> American, uh, and so so I have uh, I have I uh, there was they filling they're filling as many seats as they can. But this mm-hmm. wasn't I had two flights to stop over, uh, and neither of them were very full, and so they kept center seats open where they could. But mm-hmm. now they have a problem. They have no problem uh, uh, having the seats. I had two I had two flights of three hours and felt comfortable the entire way. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a concern. No for sneezing, me. no coughing. Right. Nobody coughed because you know that's one of those. <laughs> we hear mm. <laughs> one. Oh, land the plane now. I'm out. I'm out. Land the plane. No, 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 um, well, I so, gotta yeah. tell you. I encourage I, you. I encourage you. If you if you if you're having wanderlust, you should do it, Sybil. Yeah, Sybil, don't let I don't am. don't let this keep you down. You can't pretend like it's over, but once you, you just take into account what you've got to do and mm-hmm. the prophylactics you need to have to travel safely. And, well, I do like to travel with prophylactics. Yeah, I set you up for that one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Show up. Show up. Right on. Right on. Right on. Right on. So, um, what's the best part since you've been away? Uh, the beach. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for water, and I'm so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, fortunately I'm in a place that that's that's right on the water and 
going to sleep hearing the waves crash is something I long for. It's something that mm -hmm. I dreamed about literally for a week before I got here. There's nothing like water to calm me. I've yeah. never, there's never been an opportunity when I've gone to the beach and been able to stay for a while where the water didn't completely take me out of any challenges that I had mm -hmm. um, and set me up for better energy upon my return. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm down here for, for a couple of weeks. I just, I thought it was better to go and go somewhere and just stay for a while. Awesome. Uh, and, and at least until, and at least until the, the police matter dies over. So <laughs> just, until that, 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 that can, that can happen. You are so silly. All right. Speaking of police matters, mm -hmm. I had a lot of time to think on the way. And, and here's something I think we, we may disagree horrifically on. Mm -hmm. What if we disagree? But so there's a lot of energy around arresting the cops that shot Breonna Taylor. It's a say lot of energy name. around. Can we arrest. just have a moment? Can we just have a moment? Yes. Say 100%. her name. Say her name. Yes. Okay. Breonna, Breonna Taylor, Taylor shot to death by policemen acting on a no knock warrant. Um, in fe fe February. Uh, March and it was um, March. it was in the middle of the night. She was in her apartment with her boyfriend, uh, her boyfriend mm -hmm. who uh, Kenneth Walker. Uh, he heard someone breaking into the home. Uh, he got his weapon. Uh, he shot first. They uh, used one of those rock. What do they call those ramming? Rods, battering rams, battering rams. Battering thank ram. you. Um, mm -hmm. And they broke down the door. Um, and they shot 20 times. Uh, she was shot eight times and killed on the scene. Um, yes. And, and this was related to a drug case. It was a drug bus gone bad. Um, they, they had uh, associated her with a, a, a known drug dealer and said that they had pictures of him picking up packages at her house. And so uh, she was included in part of this uh, drug investigation. Now, prior to their getting to her house, this person of interest had already been picked up. Uh, but they went ahead with a no-knock warrant, uh, which was signed off on by a judge. And then she, um, and then this is what happened in the middle of the night. It was like right. 12, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning. And so people have a lot of respect for um, our are calling for justice for Breonna Taylor in yes. the form of arresting the cops that shot Breonna Taylor. And I'm one of just, them. Right. And so I, I want to, I want to start at the beginning. And luckily we have, a, we have somebody from the legal profession, uh, uh, Glenn Lewis is going to join us today to debunk what I hope is a really, really bad theory of mine. But I'm going to start at the beginning and the end and then fill in the middle. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, Here's why I don't want to arrest the cops that shot Breonna Taylor, because they will never, ever be convicted. And the day that they are acquitted of this crime, it's going to make the day after Rodney King's killers got uh, harmers got released. It's going to make that look like Disneyland. Mm. It's going the day that Breonna Taylor, the cops that killed Breonna Taylor get acquitted because they will get acquitted. It's going to be absolute chaos. And let me go back to why I think they're going to be acquitted that somebody, Glenn Lewis, who knows much more about the law than I do, will jump in and feel free. So mm -hmm. no knock warrant, which on June 11th was repealed. That is no longer legal. However, in, her, her in March on that day, mm -hmm. right, in March on that day, a no knock warrant was legal. Series of unfortunate accidents or uh, incidents. They had caught the person they were looking to before, but there's no reason to believe that the police acting on that warrant knew that information, a system malfunction, a breakup in the system, uh, one of a series of unfortunate incidents. They break into, I say, they, they, they ram into the apartment. They, they are met with gunfire in the middle of the night. They return fire. One of the, I think it's Mattingly, I, one of the police officers is fired because he shot excessively, but mm -hmm. not illegally because you break, you, you, you go in on a no knock, you're met with gunfire, 
you can expect that gunfire is going to come back. Another in a series of unfortunate incidents. Now, the no-knock warrant is, is gone, right? No-knock warrant is gone. The fact, I, I, what I really want to understand is, is there a, was there even with a no-knock warrant a separate procedure when you're entering the home of somebody who has a legal firearm, right? He had a mm -hmm. legal firearm. So it feels like the police would know well enough to go like, oh, we're about to do a no-knock into the house of somebody we know has a firearm. Perhaps we should rethink this. Again, another in a series of unfortunate incidents. Mm -hmm. So I think with all those things together, it's, and I know we all want to point our finger at somebody when something right. goes wrong. The right. system failed Breonna Taylor. Not one cop, not one thing. There's a whole system that failed her. And arresting the police officers who were the people who actually shot her is going to be challenging because they are going to, they will be acquitted. They will mm. be acquitted. That's just my, that's just my feeling. So uh, these are, you know, when you have two, three hour flights, you have time to think about that kind of stuff. And so <laughs> I, I would, I would love to be, I would love to be wrong, but that's my really, really long winded way of, of trying to look past the, you know, arrest the cops that shot Brianna Taylor. Okay. There's already I been think... part of the change in the system and there needs to be much more of the change, but that's, that's my thought. <sighs> and, and Okay. You can breathe now. Um, and I think you, I think you set up your, your, your viewpoint. Absolutely correctly. And I come at this and you are looking at it from a very clear minded perspective. I am coming at it as a, at a very and, and admittedly very emotional. And I think we need to have someone who can kind of help us work our way through yeah. this process. And so um, I, 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 I want somebody to pay for this. I want, I want the police, I want the system to pay for this and, and start with the arrest of these policemen. I, I, I disagree with you. I don't think that there was a, a, um, a, a fault in the system in terms of uh, the suspect got picked up. I believe they knew it. I believe that they already knew that he was he had, was in custody, this alleged drug dealer, and they went anyway. I believe that they were so bent, bound, and determined to make this case that they went anyway, knowing that they had, and, and with the hopes that someone else was going to get put away uh, in the system. Um, and, and I know in my heart of hearts that somebody has to pay for this. And, and if it starts with the police department, then that's where I want it to start. Um, even if it's just to make an example, I, and, and God knows you're absolutely right. If they get acquitted, it will be hell. It really will. It, it'll, it'll be the likes of which, it, like you said, with, it, with all of that, that happened in, in South Central, it, it nothing will compare. Um, but, I really want us to go and, and talk to somebody who is uh, an expert on all this um, because <laughs> Lord knows I don't even play a lawyer on the radio. Uh, so yeah, me either, uh, me either. I <laughs> so, just think on airplanes, thinking on right, airplanes is about right. as lawyerly as I get. Right, right, right. And, and, you know, having a, a legal background is something that this man absolutely has and is at the top of his game. Uh, Glenn Lewis is uh, attorney at law and a longtime criminal defense attorney, a former state representative in the state of Texas, as well as a judge in the city of Forest Hill. He is a uh, big time board of director member at Texas Southern University and a member of, and this means nothing to you and me as GDIs, but uh, I understand this is a big time university University, uh, big time uh, fraternity, including for my grandfather. Uh, he's a member of Alpha Phi Alpha. Uh, he's a father. Oh, my dad. And husband, and also as uh, is also in my notes here, Glenn Lewis, a true son of your native city of Fort Worth, Texas. So with that, and and so you, not that you have a lot to live up to, Glenn Lewis, um, but uh, just by that introduction alone, we welcome you uh, to from Hahas to Ahas with Sybil and Steve. Well, thank you very much, Sybil, and I, I appreciate um, the invitation to be on. Um, uh, and boy, I really do appreciate that 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 introduction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> checks in the mail, as they say. <laughs> uh, 
let me make let me make a a, a couple of disclaimers before I before I start. Um, uh, I, I I have been practicing law for almost thirty seven years now. Um, the first sixteen years of that my career, I did criminal defense work almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've tried over a hundred jury trials in the state of Texas. However, um, the last 21 years, uh, I have not done any criminal law. And so, but you know, it's like riding a bicycle. You never forget. I, mm-hmm. I do collection work now and I tell my partners in my firm that uh, I don't have any good stories from collection work. All my good stories <laughs> come from my days as a criminal defense lawyer. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 you know, so and um, and and I I have not seen any police reports on the Bianca Taylor case. Um, mm-hmm. All I know is what I've seen in the media, which is what most of us know. Um, and it's been my experience that there are often facts in the case that are not immediately disclosed or reported mm-hmm. by the media. So. So we can only go on what we know, and that's what's been reported by the media. I have to make those disclaimers first. Um, Now dive in. Now dive in. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, uh, um, I do not think this would be an open and shut case. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are facts that as they investigate further, but I think the difference here is if that were you or I involved in an incident like that, we would be arrested immediately and charged. And then they would go about doing a thorough investigation to try to determine whether or not they have a case that they can prosecute us on. They wouldn't Mm. wait. Mm -hmm. Uh, Police officers often receive the benefit of the doubt in those things, and they are not arrested. And so in that sense, they are not treated like every citizen. And, 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 you know, you can have your own opinion as to whether they should be or should not be. But the fact is, they're typically not treated like everybody else. Um, and part of that has to do with their relationship with the prosecutors and law enforcement. Um, both the police and the prosecutors have to have a relationship and cooperate with one another in order to do their jobs. Mm-hmm. If, the, if the police don't cooperate with prosecutors, prosecutors can't do their job and vice versa. And so they have this sort of uh, symbiotic relationship, and that may have something to do with the fact that they will uh, they want to go out and investigate and make sure they have a rock-solid case before they even make an arrest on a police officer when they don't do that with anybody else. Right. If you were involved in a, if you or I were involved in an incident like that where someone was killed and they were shot eight times, we would be arrested immediately. Mm. Yeah. And then they would go about doing their investigation to see, see if they can put together a case that will stand up in court. That's that's a major difference. Uh, uh, but with regard to whether they have a case that will stand up in court, uh, uh, murder has an intent element to it. There, mm. there is a requirement that there be a prerequisite intent. And there are things that I don't know. Uh, for example, um, um, did they know that their primary suspect was already in custody before they served this warrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you said you just know and you know in your heart, but you know, knowing in your I, heart, stand up my, and put, you gotta have yeah, evidence. Yeah, yeah, that, that, <laughs> just say it, Glenn. That don't mean a damn thing. You can say it, you can say it. Yeah, that, 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 doesn't, that doesn't stand up and put. I, can t- I can't tell you how many I, I can had. just feel it in my bones, Judge. You know, it's like, okay, <laughs> I can't tell you how many clients I've had who, in the face of overwhelming evidence, the only thing they could give me to fight with, well, I know I didn't do it, and God knows I didn't do it. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's not a witness right now, so. 
didn't see him yeah. on the stand. Be honest with you. <laughs> I swear to him on the stand, but he's not on the stand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I believe Steve, what you Steve said was absolutely correct. You have to put uh, yourself in the police officer's shoes. Assuming, let's, and, and again, we have to assume certain things because we don't know. Uh, we don't know why they were there after the primary suspect was already arrested. And, and, and further investigation into how that all transpired might, will change things and will affect whether or not they can prove this case. But let's assume for a moment they didn't know. Uh, and you have, which is a valid warrant, that is signed by a judge, and it is the judge's. In fact, I, I've just signed one this afternoon with my electronic signature. There, It is the judge's responsibility. They don't let police officers issue warrants for themselves. Mm -hmm. They have to take an affidavit to a judge alleging certain facts that constitute probable cause, and the judge has to read it and determine whether or not this is, in fact, probable cause to go and serve a search warrant. And then they have to swear the police officer to that affidavit. And then and only then can a judge issue a warrant. A police officer can't issue a warrant themselves. Mm -hmm. So he has a valid, they have a valid warrant, which is served by a police officer, signed by a judge. It is a no-knock warrant. No-knock warrants are not legal now in certain jurisdictions. But at that time, they were legal in, in, in Louisville, Kentucky. And, and let me talk a little bit about why no-knock warrants came into being in the first place. These all were uh, largely a product of the drug wars. Mm. Um, 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 if a person is trafficking in drugs and given the nature of things like cocaine and crack cocaine and all those sorts of things, it is relatively easy to dispose of those things by just flushing them down the toilet. Mm -hmm. So I've heard. Like That's that. what I, allegedly I've heard. That's what I've heard. And so. the no-knock <laughs> warrants were 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 come into being because um, they they were concerned that if you come and knock on the door and say this is the police, you're giving them you're giving. Um, um, uh, people trafficking in that compter, man, sufficient time to flush that stuff so that once you get in, it's gone. You don't have any evidence. There wasn't even any, you know, that eliminates the need for you even being there in the first place. Right. Because the evidence is gone. And so the no-knock warrants was something that they created to try to get in there without announcing their presence and hopefully seize the contraband and the evidence before the suspects had a right, had time to dispose of it. Mm -hmm. That's that's why they had no knock warrants. And again, everybody has a different opinion as to whether or not that was sufficient cause uh, to give somebody the right to go bust down somebody's door with a battering ram. And some of you recall the scene in the movie about straight out of Compton. Yep. Y'all remember the battering yep. ram? Yep. And and and, and no knock. And That's you remember right. that was, in fact, a, a crack house. And you remember them trying to flush it all down even when yep. they heard them coming? Yeah, yep. that's, that's what that's all mm -hmm. about, trying to get in and seize evidence without before the, the suspects have the opportunity to dispose of it. And Judge Lewis, uh, let me just say, Steve lives in New York, so he knows that life. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> But I, I, have a, I have a question around the no knocking warrant because one of the things that got me is that so so when when someone comes to you if you ever been come to for a no knock warrant do they ever find out whether any of the occupants have licensed legal firearms or is every no knock warrant does any no knock warrant take that into account? Well, um, if they have some evidence that there is somebody in there. Who, who who may be armed either legally or illegally, then obviously you would enter with a great deal of precaution. Uh, I don't know what kind of evidence they had of that. My understanding, it was her apartment mm -hmm. and not right. her boyfriend's apartment. Right. But he was there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they had any indication that he may have been there or, or if indeed he, he had a, 
um, uh, a license, a concealed handgun license. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that. Uh, um, uh, I suspect, though, if they're going in on a no-knock warrant, uh, tra- uh, tragically, if they suspect that somebody is in there armed, then he probably wouldn't have had to fire the first shot. <laughs> you know, realistically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they think somebody's wow. in there armed, they're probably going in shooting. You know, <laughs> you know. That's wow. just, that's so, Judge just- Lewis, let me let me just ask you this because. Um, I am the emotional one. Steve is looking at this in a very clear-headed way, and you are the legal expert. How do you see this going? How do you see this? Because a lot of the a lot of the um, attention is placed on the attorney general for the state of Kentucky now, a black man um, who is a black conservative. He's a black Republican, and he's <laughs> Mitch McConnell's boy. Uh, and I do mean that in every sense of the word. So. How do you see this uh, from where you stand and, and what you know? I know we don't have all of the fine details of this, but how do you see this going? Well, I mean, again, I, and, and until I have those details, it's hard for me to render an opinion. But I can tell you this. If you put yourself in the place of a police officer, you are serving what is a valid warrant. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. You attempt to enter the residence with that valid warrant that doesn't require you to knock. It's a no-knock warrant, and I've already explained why they had no-knock warrant. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And when you start to enter, you're fired upon. What do you do? Yeah, you fire back. Uh, Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you fire back. Now, the officer that fired excessive times, Mm -hmm. um, I understand they uh, they apparently have some policy regarding that with the Louisville Police Department, which is why he was uh, fired or disciplined because they felt like he fired too many times. Right. But but Mm -hmm. let me tell you, um, officers are trained and even civilians because I have a concealed handgun license. Mm hmm. And in the training that they give you for a concealed handgun license, one of the things they tell you is that when you are fired upon and you return fire, you shoot to kill. kill. Because if you hit somebody and wound them and don't kill them, and if they have a weapon, they can still kill you. Mm Mm-hmm. A wounded person with a gun in his hand can still kill you. Yep. And so they trained them. Yeah. And so they trained them that when you are fired upon, when you return fire, you shoot to kill. Yeah. I, you know, for years on the Joyner show, I always ask, why can't you shoot to wound? And I get it. I get why you don't. It's just the pacifist in me. You know, it's, 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 I just, you know, I, I, and especially when we're talking about them killing our black men and boys, especially, and now in this case, Breonna Taylor. Um, so I get that. Um, but it's just, it's just so hard. And, and so how, well, and actually you... there's two, there's two reasons for it. They, they gave us in our concealed handgun class. First of mm-hmm. all, not most people are not expert enough marksmen to mm-hmm. say, shoot somebody in the leg or shoot mm-hmm. them in the arm. Particularly right. when you're in a stressful situation mm-hmm. and split second decisions are being made, you're not that good. Right. They the largest us, body mass. That's right. You aim for the midsection, which is the largest body target. Mass. And you yeah. keep shooting until you're convinced that this that this person has gone down and is not going to get up. Mm. Yeah. Even if you're a bad shot and you miss your target and you hit someone in bed asleep, an unbelievably horrible series of unfortunate incidents. Yeah, and and that and, and it's very difficult to determine if you're kick, if you're busting down the door and two people are in bed together. You know shots came from inside there, but how do you know which one of them fired? It doesn't matter. You know. Yeah. You don't know you don't know who where you don't know where the fire came right. from. You know right. it, it just came from there. 
it's dark. It's in the middle of the night, yeah. and yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm determined. Uh, I'm determined to end this on a, on an up piece. Ready? Oh, here's ready for the up piece. Are you ready for the? Are you ready for the for the silver lining for this? You and, won. And, and I don't Is mean that. that I don't mean this flippantly. Okay. No, 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 no. I do, I do not think this flippantly because I don't want. I would. I hate being right. I. I'm. I too like when you can point at somebody and say it's your fault, and we can do that. I don't believe that's a that can happen in this case. It's a systematic, it was a, it was a horrible, um, um, having a no knock warrant is just, I'm so glad they took that off the books, but here's the silver lining and judge, please, please. I'm hoping you back me up in this. The same way OJ Simpson was found innocent in a criminal court of murder, but really lost everything in the civil case. Do you see a strong civil case for Breonna Taylor's family? Yes. I do. The civil case is, 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 is stronger because the burden of proof mm-hmm. in the civil case is not the same as it is in a criminal case. Right. The burden of proof in a, in a criminal case is beyond a reasonable doubt. You have to convince a jury of citizens that the defendant is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. But in a mm-hmm. civil case, when you're seeking damages and not seeking to take away somebody's freedom or, or somebody's life, even in certain cases, mm-hmm. the burden of proof is by a preponderance of the evidence, which means is it more likely than not this is what occurred. Right. But in a, in a criminal case, you got to go beyond. You got to go further than that. You have to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. So just by the fact that the burden of proof is higher makes a civil case much more likely. And I, um, um, uh, uh, the Louisville, Kentucky, uh, the city of Louisville is probably, they've already received enough bad press just by the fact that this occurred. Right. I can't imagine them being anxious to go in a, and defend a civil lawsuit mm-hmm. in this right. thing. I, yeah, that's I, I I think our friend Ben Crump is in for a settlement here, um, and I agree. And and I I'm going to have large. to I'm going to have to settle with our friend Stephen Hill too, Judge Lewis, because uh, he I think he thinks that he is like Barack Obama, number one in the Harvard Law School class. <laughs> of yeah, 2020 um because he is he's right again and uh you have <laughs> you've verified this and you have uh, with all of your credentials have given us uh the opportunity to say well, you're now, right again, again we don't know. know all of the facts we don't know what <laughs> right. into, we don't know what went into their determination to go ahead in there and say serve that warrant mm-hmm. even though the primary suspect was already in custody Right. We don't know what what factors went into that determination. There may have there may be some intent discovered in that, or at the very least, some negligence. Mm-hmm. And there is an offense called negligently negligent homicide. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, I don't want it can't be criminally negligent, and 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 so we don't know uh, uh, what in what went into that. Uh, of course, we do have to deal with the issue of qualified immunity, but there are ways to get around that. And I, that's been in the conversations a lot lately, too, about why do police officers have qualified immunity, which shields them somewhat from even yep. civil liability. And um, the history of qualified immunity is, though, and I don't see this talked about on the news much, Qualified immunity is not just for police officers. It's for any governmental entity, uh, any governmental employee. And, okay. and, and the, the whole notion is that people who are working for the government are serving an essential government function. And it might hinder them from doing their job if they know they could be sued and become liable for a lot of money just for making a mistake. Wow. You've given so us a lot to think, uh, think well, we will, we, we, about. We'll hope, we'll hope you'll come back with us. on. Yeah, That includes teachers. That oh. includes the person working down oh. there in City Hall who, 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 you may get, who may get upset because you go in there talking crazy to them and they get upset and do something. All of those people have qualified immunity. The teacher 
who may have somebody's kid who gets unruly and they put their hands on them in an inappropriate way. They have qualified immunity as well. So all governmental employees have that. Will you come back and, and visit with us again when we because we, there will be other cases and uh, and and, and no Steve doubt. wants Steve will want you as co-counsel I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would be honored to have you, Steve. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Judge Glenn Lewis. Thank you so much, and uh, we appreciate your 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 clear thinking as well as uh, agreeing with Steve again. Um, and <laughs> and, and I, I, I got to tell you that this, in, the, in the civil case, you get to take the entire system to trial, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking yeah. forward to taking the entire system to trial. Does that include the point to one person. To hearing all the facts about this? Yeah. Does, does that I, include right Mitch now, McConnell? <laughs> I just, I just want him to go down too. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, I will not have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Judge Glenn Lewis. We appreciate Thank it. You, hope you'll come back with us. Um, Steve, we've got some more. All right. Well, am I, am, I, am, I, am I off now, Sybil? Yes, sir. All right. Y'all have a good evening. Don't curse, though. You're Thank still on. You. Still on here, don't, don't curse. Don't curse yet. Don't do it. I've done that. I've made that mistake. Judge, don't do it. Ruin my career. No, <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Appreciate right, you. Take care. Tell your wife we said hi. I will. I'm just trying to. I'm just hoping all our all, all of our strong leaders move to the civil, the civil cases where it's all going to happen. It's where it's all going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that's that's unless, be the room where uh, it goes down. Yes, unless of course the uh, the the jury is made up um, of Karens. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Hey, Karen. This week, this week was. Let me just say, let me just say, you're not going to find that on the Obama podcast. I'm just saying. saying. That's right. Okay. Rock is not going to break it down to four part harmony. I'm telling you right now. Rock will not. No. no. We we can play. We can play him trying to sing. Oh come on! (laughs) You know any Stevie Wonder song? Sign, seal, delivery. Come on! No, no, no. You're not going to hear that on the Michelle Obama podcast. Now, top that. That's very true, Sybil. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, heard, we heard you sing Let's Get It On at the Apollo a few years ago. Exactly. Uh, 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 amazing uh, uh, Grace, amazing. Acapella. But I'm yeah, telling right. you. Right. I'm telling that's you. Right. That's right. Not four part like that. Okay. Um, um, oh, wow. This is a Karen uh, who would not allow um, a, a, a Postmate delivery that to happen in her Karen. building. <laughs> The post lady, the post lady. I think she's everybody's caring this week. This, when we saw this, we first of all, first of all, first of all, can we talk about the Wilma Flintstone feet, the Fred Flintstone feet in the sandals? It's, it's like, have you been starting cars with your feet again, Karen? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? Oh my oh, god! Oh, you, you with hair of yarn. Uh, so anyhow, she went with the guy in. So I just want to play a little bit of play a little bit of this. Yeah. It just gets better as it goes, and I always have find a hard hard place to cut it off. But all right, right. this is Karen. Right. In case you haven't seen her, Postmates guys there has got the code for the door, uh, and then it towards the end, uh, the person who ordered the food mm-hmm. and Karen get into it as well. And Karen's never mind. You just listen. This 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 is the the epitome of Karenness. I have food I have to deliver to somebody. Now. No, don't deliver anything here. We well, you're. Anything. You're not. You, you didn't get the here. food. I don't want you. I don't want you here. <laughs> I don't want you here at all. Excuse me, Paul. There's a woman like at the door. Uh, my name Hello? is Jordan. I'm Who working in a place. Who is this? Excuse me. Can you back away this? from me now? Now I do want to point out when she says "Who is this?" She's right. literally talking to somebody inside the building on the intercom. So you have to be inside the building to be talking to the outside on an intercom. So as he's trying to complete his transaction, she's like, who is this? Who is this? To someone inside the building. 
that she's on income. income. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Knowing that helps under unravel the rest of this. My bill, I'm, not I'm just trying. To, who is this? Who's on the speaker? Hello. Yeah, who's on the speaker? Ma'am, can you go? Who's speaking? I live <laughs> here in this building. Who up? is this? Uh, your food who is... is this? Who is this? This is Paul Moore, but I'm in 212. I'm, I'm getting a Postmate delivery. A Postmate delivery <laughs> in 212. 212 where? <laughs> I'm sorry? Yeah, where, where do you live, sir? No, this is the epitome of Karen, this way right here. Man, who You're are talking you? through the intercom inside the building. Yep. I'm not letting this man in. Can I bring your food to you? I'm he is a black oh, man, Jordan, by the way. What'd you say? Jordan is a young black man yes, um, is. who is trying to do his job and deliver, and uh, Karen is stopping him. And Karen, I don't know whether Karen had stopped off for a couple before she got to the apartment mm. she allegedly lives in, but uh, she just went off on a on a rant, a, a tangent, actually, uh, in which I think she was impaired as well as being a jerk. Yeah, I think I think I think that I think that may be the case. Oh, that get that gives too much credit to alcohol. Okay. No, okay. Bring her. <laughs> I'm at the entrance to your building. Who are you? Who is this? I live here, <laughs> asshole, <laughs> and I pay rent here. So I can too. So what are you asking? I'm asking you to get out of my building because you don't live here. Uh, I'm <laughs> wait, what? Wait, what? What? You're I'm talking through the intercom, the internal intercom. I'm asking you to get out of my building was said to the person who lives in the place. I'm, I'm a black man. I'm trying to deliver. My mom I don't care is if he's a purple mom. man. I'm working for my mom. Here. Her name is Anna. Um, yeah, I don't care. My name is Jordan. I'm trying to deliver your food. Is, she sir, said I she want you out of the building. Yeah. But that's just more than that. It's more than that. There was a good ending. But then she starts saying, well, you're taking pictures with your phone. I don't know. What's that? She's saying that you're taking... Why are you taking pictures of me with your phone? And my son has a phone. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, this is, oh, this is really relevant. This is really relevant. Really uh, this this goes to Karen's are still out there. Karen's are out there. You'd think by all this lovely, uh, lovely recognition that Karen's would somehow hide like the bats at night, but they do not. No, they're no. still here. They're still that here. was. Um, it made me just want to find poor Jordan and say, I'm so sorry. I just, you know, just, <laughs> it was crazy. That poor kid, he's just trying to do his job. And he was delivering for his mom. He, his mom, it was, it was yeah. doing his mom's job. Yes. That was yeah. Oh, that was the other part. We said, like, he didn't get out of a car. He's like, no, ma'am, that's my car right there. My car, <laughs> right, right, the, there. The, the, the car right there. That's, that, that, that that's is my the car, car right there. Okay. All right. I believe, I believe, I believe our, our, our producers waving us off at this point in time. I, is, I thought she was flipping us off. Okay. I thought well, she was being Karen. That's usually the case. Okay. Okay. Wait, what are you, you saying? What are you saying? What are you saying, Yolanda? One, two fingers is, one finger is the bird, right? One finger is the flip off. Right. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now I understand what you're saying. She um, was saying peace twice. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Doesn't really sound like her, but that's all right. I know. Because she would that say the, what that one finger salute means. In a heartbeat. That's right. That's right. Say something about her dogs, and you get in both fingers in case you don't want them to be. <laughs> your dogs are your dogs are whack. Wait, what? <laughs> Not my Your dogs dog suck, dude. Now your dog she looks will. like a Karen. Oh man, that's rough. That's, that's rough right what, there. And she will allow Postmates delivery for the dogs too. <laughs> All right, we've come to another, another wonderful time, Sybil. And you are having a wonderful time, Stephen Hill. Continue to have fun for all of us. Always good to hang out, hang out with you. By the way, uh, if you haven't, haven't subscribed to this, uh, just go to Spotify and put in Michelle Obama. And you'll, no, wait. No, 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 I'm so sorry. That is not That is not true. That is not true. Just uh, go there and put in Sybil Wilkes. Sybil Wilkes. Type in Sybil Wilkes' name from uh, uh, Ahas to Ahas will pop up, and you'll be able to get us every week. Just hit that subscribe button, and we'll be right there. Yeah, go to the other girl from the south side of Chicago, and that'll be. <laughs> touche, touche. Um, have a great weekend, and uh, we will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Aloha. I missed you last week. I just want to say that. <laughs> just want to say that one time. I missed you today. I missed you last week. I'm, I'm glad we're back on it. All right. And with that.
Mahasiswa.